You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of ST Times. And now, here's Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of ST Times. Yes, it is me, Dave Rubenstein, as you just heard. And this week's episode of What the Dev, the SD Times podcast, will be focused on something called dynamic observability. Joining me today is Loran Hamovich. He's co-founder and CTO of an observability company called Rookout. Also happens to be the host of his own podcast called The Production First Mindset. We'll be talking with him today about dynamic observability. Uh, his company is uh, defining that as being a game changer for monitoring systems in terms of analyzing the data and collecting the metrics you need when you need them. Okay, Laurent, well, thanks for uh, being with us here today. Uh, As you know, we're talking about dynamic observability and how Rookout is defining that, and perhaps we can start off right there. Um, So what is different about dynamic observability from the traditional observability we've come to know? So traditional observability, which has become a household term over the past five years or so, is all about understanding what's going on within the system by looking at its outputs. So you take the three pillars of observability, you look at the logs, you look at the metrics, you look at the spans and traces, and you try to figure out what's going on. Why is the system going well or why are things going wrong and so on and so forth. Now, the thing is about traditional observability is by its nature, it's static. You have to predefine all the logs, metrics, and spans you want to get from the system. And in real time, you just have to make do with those outputs. It doesn't matter if they're good for whatever it is you're trying to figure out right now. You are stuck with whatever has been predefined. Now, dynamic observability is changing that game. Dynamic observability is allowing is about allowing you as a user to determine in real time what kind of observability outputs you need, what kind of logs, metrics, and spans you need so that you can define them. And so it's much easier to figure out what to answer whatever questions you're trying to answer because you can choose what data you're working with. Interesting. So uh, I, I know observability kind of grew up out of the need to understand uh, and have better insights into how systems were running and, and why things were going well or not. So the dynamic aspect of it seems uh, pretty interesting in terms of you don't have to lock into that predefined set and then you can mm-hmm. kind of make it make it uh, happen on the fly. Does that add more complexity to, to observability or it just gives you more flexibility to be more accurate when you need to be? It doesn't add complexity. In fact, it takes away much of the complexity because you don't have to worry about one size fits all. I mean, the, the original promise of observability was about being able to determine what's going on and answer any question within what's go- about what's going on at the, within the system. Now, that's a pretty big promise. And one I have to say, I don't feel observability has lived up to because systems today are too complex. We have too many questions we're asking and trying to collect all the data all the time doesn't work. In fact, we're seeing many engineers are suffering from FOMO, logging FOMO or metrics FOMO, where they're just trying to add more logs, add more metrics. It's never enough. And they're paying fortunes to those monitoring companies or observability companies. And the way we see it, Observability, dynamic observability takes away that complexity because you don't have to prepare for everything. You don't have to pre-think and predefine everything. You can adapt in real time. And whether you're missing logs or missing metrics, whether it's a small piece of data that's missing or if it's an entire 
environment you forgot to instrument, you can do it on the fly in real time. Obviously, I'm not advocating. You don't plan your monitoring. You should plan your monitoring. You should spend time and you think about it. But let's face it, we're never going to get it right. And the more we are agile, the more it's easy for us to respond in real time. When data is missing, the easier it's going to be for us to troubleshoot, the easier it's going to be for us to develop new features and fix bugs and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I know that you guys have been talking about using the term understandability of trying to gain insights into what's happening in your system. Is this kind of uh, an extension of that or this makes it more... uh, more real-time, I guess, more cloud-native, so to speak? So the term understandability speaks to kind of what you're doing with the information and the fact that using using observability and using other tools such as Rookout, you gain a better understanding of your system. And understanding the system is not just about the source code. It's about understanding the system as a whole, understanding the configuration, the data, and how everything combines together we found that it's easier to make, it makes more sense for our audience when we focus on observability, which everybody is familiar with. It's easier for us to make everybody aware of the gaps that exist in observability because you can't just pre-plan for everything. You can't pre-collect all the data and you can't make sure that no matter who is working on the data and what question they're working with, they're just going to have that data on the fly. Obviously, once you get the data you need, then you have a greater understanding of the problem at hand and the system at large. Mm-hmm. When we talk about observability, of course, it always comes down to you know logs, metrics, traces. Everybody uh, is familiar with that. Um, so how does your solution work as far as you know collecting all of that information goes and setting up the system so that you are collecting that information? Is, is it a change in the way the tooling works or just a change in... Uh, point of view, so to speak. So Rookout is a very easy deployment. It's about 10 minutes to just add one more package into your system. And then you can generate all three types of observability. And actually Rookout also offers a a false pillar of observability, which is snapshots. Rookout allows you to take full snapshots of the application at any given time. Now, the reason snapshots are not traditionally covered are the three pillars of observability, even though we've had them for ages. I mean, you had heap dumps and memory dumps of processes going back 30 years. We don't usually consider them because it's a fairly expensive process compared to other pillars. And without being very granular and saying exactly what you need, you just can't afford to collect it on the fly. And that's one of the benefits of dynamic observability because the signal-to-noise ratio is so much better, you can define in real time what you need and you can get more data. You can get snapshots and you can also get logs and metrics from any line of code on the fly simply by clicking that line with our UI and that's it. So I wanted to ask you, uh, what are you seeing in terms of organizations that are still doing traditional uh, performance monitoring uh, as opposed to those who adopted more of an observability uh, approach? So we're definitely seeing that as organization becomes more mature within their observability posture as they think about things deeper, it really supports the agile mindset. Whether it's about being able to release faster or recuperate faster when things go wrong, by having a deeper understanding of your system and not just sticking with you know simple uh, feedback such as uh, you know, error rates and latency, 
but having a deeper understanding and deeper visibility into your system, you can definitely move faster and uh, deliver higher quality software. And even more importantly, I would say, be, it's clearer for those businesses usually how the software impacts the business. All right. So, what is um, what is the future look like for your company? What do you you know? I don't know how much you want to reveal of what's uh, going on in the pipeline there, or you know, what are you looking at? What are you seeing in the industry that think you need to address? So, over the past few years, we've actually covered pretty much most of the backend technologies out there. We have support for JVM, .NET, Python, Ruby, and Node. We've recently added Golang, which was a pretty big uh, challenge because we had to dive into the uh, CPUs instructions themselves and disassemble and reassemble them on the fly, quite a challenge. Uh, we've, we're also working very hard on making the debugger experience smoother. Now, think about it this way. When you debug locally, you just have one process running on your machine that you've probably built just two minutes ago. When looking at dynamic observability, when looking at live debugging, you're thinking of potentially many instances, sometimes thousands of instances, potentially geographically located across various places. Tons of versions are going on, and we're spending a lot of time on fine-tuning that experience, enabling you to easily visualize how your code is actually deployed into various applications with various versions, and so that you can instantly just say, this is the line of code I want, get me the data I need right now, and not have to worry about it at all. You know, so there's this whole conversation going on in the uh, development space about uh, value and, and what's providing value and, and how do you assess value. Uh, and, and one of the arguments that I saw recently is whether or not debugging or, or doing these kind of system analytics is value-added work or non-value-added work. And I, you know, squarely come down on the side of, you know, if you put out a product that has a defect and you fix it, that adds value. Because now mm -hmm. the customer can do what he couldn't do before with a with an application that didn't function the way it was supposed to. Yet some people argue the other way that that is not advancing anything. That's so they call that non-value added work. I'm just curious to know where you might fall on that side of the spectrum. So if you look at it, you know, from a system management uh, perspective, then the very basic of it, the very fact that you released a bug, is a problem. It's something that would under Kanban would fall under Muda, waste, because that that's going to be having to rework it. Now, obviously, the fact that you're reworking something is a form of waste, but the, you know, the root cause is that you release the bug in the first, first place. Right. Now, obviously, many some companies sometimes can live with some of those bugs, and you don't have to fix them, and that's okay. But if you do need to fix the bug, then you need to fix it. It's, it's making a business impact, and you kind of you shouldn't have made the bug in the first place, Obviously not very helpful, but that would be the theoretical approach to the matter. Right. Now, on the other hand, what you should be thinking of, it doesn't really matter. Are they using observability? Are they using dynamic observability or monitoring or debugging? It doesn't matter what verb you use to describe the work, and it doesn't really matter which tools are they using. The important thing is, is that you define what's bringing value to the business and make sure the engineers are doing it as easily and efficiently as possible. Excellent. Good answer. All right. Uh, just wanted to ask if you have any uh, final thoughts for our listeners, if there was a big takeaway here uh, from this, uh, you know, what would we want to leave them with? So I think after working with many customers, many of them are skeptics at the beginning. 
Uh, there is plenty of improvements to be made over static observability, both in how you approach observability with less fear, with less worry, and also about being more efficient and being lighter on your feet where it comes to observability and monitoring in general. And I highly recommend everybody to check it out, whether it's Rookout or another company. Don't be a skeptic. Check out dynamic observability. It's going to make things way better than you could imagine. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being with us here today, uh, Laron Hemovich of uh, Rookout. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, David. 